Hello and welcome to What's New in Low Vision, brought to you by Erzalei, the audio internet reading service of Los Angeles. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and today I'm very, very pleased that we have Dr. Brett Nagatani from the Center for the Partially Sighted, who will talk to us about one of the newest devices that has been released by Enhanced Vision, and this device is called the Smart Reader. So uh, welcome to the show, Brett. Really appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you for having me, Dr. Bill, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here with everyone. Yeah, you know, it just seems as though there's always more and more new devices being released, and I, I, I really, really admire how you're able to keep up. It must, it must be that you're either really smart or you have a good cheat sheet or something, huh? I have a good cheat sheet. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. Like you said, I mean, there's more and more devices that continue to come out, and each device has its own little niche, and it, it's really fun, and, and it's a very exciting time. Now, as the uh, Director of Assistive Technology at the Center for the Partially Sighted, uh, tell me about your program there. Do you guys carry most of the latest in this technology, or uh, how do you become familiar with these pieces of equipment that are released? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. You know, over at the center, we really take pride in the fact that we try to house and carry all of the newest and uh, latest technological advances around. So we have really good uh, relationships with uh, the majority of the major companies. Uh, Whenever they come out with a new product, they'll usually send send me an email and say, hey, you know, we want you to check out this product and test it out, show your patients, and give us some feedback. So uh, most of the time, they'll drop it off at our various locations. Um, I usually get a get a play with it for a, for a while and kind of see what features I like, what features uh, might need improvement, and we're able to show it to our patients. And um, the companies are great because they, they take the feedback from the patients and they actually listen and they uh, make improvements most of the time. Well, that's good. I think it's really vital that they do listen because, you know, there's some companies that don't. Um, before we go any further, though, uh, Dr. Nagatani, do you have any financial interest in this product or this company or any of the companies? I wish I did, but no, unfortunately, <laughs> no. no. No financial interest at all. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be able to get a, a true, honest opinion. It's not as though you are the inventor of any of these devices or that you're a stockholder. Correct. And uh, <laughs> I, I joke about that, but I, I really prefer that because uh, at the center, you know, we we really like to show the patients all their different options and I, I wouldn't want to have any vested financial interest because uh, I feel like my job is to show them the different options available, point out the differences in between each machine, and just kind of guide them and try to figure out what really works best for them. So I, I prefer not to have any financial interest. Uh, that's great. That's really good. Well, you know, recently, Dr. Nagatani, I've noticed that it really seems for 2014, the change in assistive technology is that everything has speech now. It's not where we just have low vision products with magnification, but we have magnification with speech. We have portables with speech. And today you're going to be talking about the smart reader, which is a device that scans documents and it reads it out loud and it also could display it on the screen. So, um, what do you think is really so interesting about this particular device as you describe the smart reader? Well, you know what? Um, I, I think what's really neat is the fact that 
you know, the, the companies are really coming out with different types of products for every individual. Um, before, like you were saying, when you were talking about optical character recognition or the ability to have a camera take a picture and read it out to you, you exclusively almost had to use it in conjunction with a computer. Um, as we know, not everyone is computer savvy, and sometimes you get patients where they say, you know what, I, I would love this, but I just don't want to use a computer. Um, and the companies, they, they listened to that and they said, well, you know, what are, what are some options? So, uh, this device is one of several, but it, it is an, a, an example of one of the newer devices that's a standalone camera. And basically all you're doing is putting your document underneath it. The camera is taking a picture of it and it's reading out loud, uh, whatever, whatever text is underneath it. Um, so it's very neat, very nice product. And does it also have the ability, is there a screen on this piece of equipment? You know, is there like a, a five or a nine inch screen that a person could read it with their eyes in a magnified view like a, a CCTV? And there is. So um, this device is nice. It's uh, the one we're talking about right now is one by a company called Enhanced Vision called the Smart Reader. And um you can use it just stand alone. If you have a person that's completely blind, they can use it, push a button, and have it read out to them with no visual input. They also have a monitor that can be uh, purchased in addition to this. Um, the monitor from the company is a 13.3-inch monitor. It has its own battery, and I believe it says it has about three and a half hours of battery charge with it. And uh, you connect it via HDMI input, and after it scans it, as it's reading to you, to you, you can have the words displayed on the monitor and uh, kind of get that dual visual as well as the auditory input. That's great. Now, you, you did say something about HDMI, and uh, that kind of makes my mind think about televisions. You know, can a person also connect this to their home television? Say that you have a 50 inch television. If it has HDMI? Yes, you can, and that, that's a very nice feature about this device. So um, let's say if you did want to take advantage of the visual component, but you didn't necessarily want to purchase that 13.3-inch portable monitor, essentially you can plug in the HDMI input into just a regular television or a desktop monitor and have it displayed on a, a, a side screen. That's nice. So, you know, the uh, consumer technology makes things a lot more com convenient. Let, let's say that we do have a, a student who goes to school, and uh, he may want to carry this 13-inch monitor to be able to read some of the documents at school. But when he goes home, he could connect it to his 50-inch television and, and see it with an even more magnified view. Yeah, that's correct. And then uh, with most uh, people travel, most TVs in the hotels now, they have HDMI input, so you could even plug it into those types of things. So very, very nice and convenient and very standardized now. And how, how impressed have you been in terms of with just the hardware with it? Can you describe, you know, the size of it? And is this something that you could carry in a, a briefcase, or is this something that you could even stick in a pocket? How, what's the dimensions of it? 
So the dimensions of this device, um, it's not small enough to fit in a pocket. So you're looking at something that's a little bit larger than a uh, standard sheet of paper. The dimensions are 9 inches um, wide by 9.5 inches tall, and the depth is about 4.5 inches. Uh, Weight-wise, it weighs about 4.5 pounds. Um, the camera actually folds down and it has a little handle in the back so it, you can lift it up and uh, it does come with a little remote control that plugs into the back. Um, something like this can uh, pretty easily fit into a backpack or a briefcase. Um, I know the company also makes a very nice case that you can purchase separately too that is very padded. You put it in there and it um, you could either carry it or it even unfolds to like a backpack. Oh, that's convenient. Because even though it may be four pounds, if you're a student or you're working, you have other documents, if you stick it in this backpack briefcase combo, uh, that'll be very nice. Just stick it over your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the backpack situation. It, it distributes the weight evenly, and like you said, you can put other documents and things in there as well. Well, also with that size, uh, you would be able to fit that in the overhead storage if you're on an airplane, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You could probably even fit it onto uh, the carry-on and slide it under your uh, chair on an airplane. Now, is this device, is this one that is capable of also just running completely on battery power, or do I have to plug it into electricity? I know you said that the uh, monitor does have a, a battery life, but... Can you just use the machine, the head unit, alone, or do you have to plug that in? I believe the head unit has to be plugged in, but I, I know for sure when it's plugged into the monitor that you can run off the monitor's power. Oh, okay. So if you do plug it into the 13-inch monitor, it will just use that battery from the monitor to power the machine. Correct. I believe that's how that, that unit works. Oh, okay. That's great. And how have you been impressed, or have you been impressed, or uh, not impressed, with the ability to accurately read? How's the optical character recognition? You know, I think the optical character recognition, just upon testing, it's pretty good. It stands up to the other uh, units out there. Um, when you push a button, it'll take a picture of something, and I would say within a good 10 seconds or so, it'll start reading it out loud to you. So the speed is actually quite decent. It's not as slow as some of the older types of scanners where you might be waiting a minute per page. Yeah, yeah, I think the speed's actually pretty good. And obviously, the more complex the, the type of page you have, the longer it's going to take. But if you have something pretty simplistic like a letter with just straight text, it, it does it pretty quickly. Um, how about giving us an example of, of how you actually just use this machine? So... Uh, Describe how does it unfold, or is it is there anything that you do have to unfold as you place it on your table? Uh, I guess with the sides of it being nine inches wide by about three and a half inches deep, it should fit on a any standard desk at school or at at the work. Yeah, I mean it, it doesn't take up a lot of room. So if I were using it um, on the front middle part. There is actually, that's where the camera sits. And the camera itself, it's probably only about half an inch thick. What you do is you push in the middle part, and the camera actually unfolds out. And it's kind of like a, uh, a number seven now where it's standing up. What oh. you can do is along the bottom edge of the unit, 
um, there's kind of like a little metal section. What you can do is you can align your paper or your document along that metal bar to let you know that you're aligned with it. And the camera essentially sitting up overhead. Um, on the remote control, they make it, they try to make it as simplistic as possible. There's a big round button. What I would do is I would push that round button down. The unit, the camera would take a picture of it and it'd give you an auditory input. So you kind of hear it. Um, it'll process it for a few seconds. If you have the video monitor plugged in, it'll give you a, uh, a little status bar that's showing how long it'll take. So that status bar is going down and once it finishes loading and processing, it'll start reading it out loud to you. Um, when you first set up the unit, what, what you can do is you can go into the, uh, the special features of the, of the menu. And that's where you can kind of customize the, the visual input of that. Um, meaning you can set how big you want the font to be. You can set the color combination. So if a patient likes it better with a black background and white letters, you can do that. There are actually 28 different color modes you can choose from on this unit. Wow, that's um, impressive. Yep. Yeah. You can also change the, the spacing in between the lines. So you can do single spacing, time and a half, double spacing. So you can kind of space it out more. Um, so it, it's very customizable in, in terms of the, uh, the, the visual input of it. As it's reading, let's say if it's a day where the patient says, you know what, I, I just need a little bit more magnification, you can actually turn the knob on the, on the remote itself and you can make it bigger or smaller. You can also speed it up, slow it down, or make it louder or softer. Wow, that's great. You know, when you had mentioned that things are going to be displayed, I know you said you could customize the, the size, the colors of the background and the text, the spacing, but... How about are there different ways that you could display it? You know, what I'm thinking this would be really good is for uh, a patient of mine who suffered from a head injury. And I'm looking for something that would be able to display one word on the screen at a time because his head injury is such that he cannot move his eyes. And I would like one word to be flashed on the screen at a rate that is equal to his reading speed. Yes, actually, this one does have that. Uh, it does that feature on that. So <clears throat> you have several options. You can do what, and the the one that you described is what they would call the word format. So in the very beginning, you would set it in the menu. You'd put it on word format. After you scan it, it'll start reading it. And as it as it's reading each individual word, that word will flash on the screen individually. And like we were saying, you can slow it down or speed it up depending on the. Uh, comprehension of your patient so that that is one type of format they also have what's called a line format where it's kind of like a stock ticker and it'll display like one whole long continuous sentence on the screen and then the third uh, mode which is kind of the standard mode is like what they call the page format where it'll display it like a teleprompter on the screen and track it as it's reading that is great that is really good you know this uh Wall Street ticker tape mode, you called that the line mode? Was that correct? Uh, correct. That's called the line mode. That is really, really helpful uh, for people who do the eccentric viewing where they got a blind spot because of macular degeneration. They could look slightly above or below the line and the words move right in front of them. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, for our patients with the scotomas, you, like you said, they can use their perforated retinal locus and kind of train themselves to look off to the side and use their healthier area of the retina. Also, other conditions where they have tunnel vision, like glaucoma or retinitis pigmentosa, where maybe they can't scan around as much, they can just center their vision right in the middle part and have the words tracked in front of their eyes. Um, another very nice feature is, like you said, sometimes you might have a patient who had a stroke or they're missing half of their field of vision and it's just easier to look at one portion of the screen and the words are flashed in front of them. You know, I'm thinking for years, you know, this is my 26th year of being in the field of optometry. And when I would show CCTVs and other video magnifiers in years past, there were so many patients that complained that when they moved the XY table or they moved the book under the camera, they became so nauseous that they said, you know, I don't want this. With with this setup, they would not experience that kind of dizziness because there isn't that type of text moving in front of them to make them dizzy. Correct, yeah. So that that's another very uh, nice point because, like you are saying, with the traditional type of CCTV, when you're moving it around and their patients, a lot of times they, they feel like that seasick feeling and they say, I'm going to throw up, you know, I need to take a break. So um, ra- rather than grabbing the uh, seasick pills, you can use something like this where you could put it in maybe like the, the word mode or the line mode and you don't quite get that motion that makes them feel that nauseous feeling. Well, this is really, really interesting to me because uh, you might be familiar with this. There was years ago a device called the MyReader and the MyReader 2, which had this type of ability. It would scan the image, do the optical character recognition, and you could have it be displayed in a row or in a teleprompter mode. But you really couldn't take that with you. It wasn't really, they said it was portable, but it really wasn't portable. You know, not for my patients. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, we, we talked to the uh, the representative for that company not too long ago, and they were like, oh, that device was ahead of its time. And it's right. You know, it, it did have a lot of technology, and it came with a hefty price tag at the time, too. And what's neat is that they took that technology, they've enhanced it, they've added speech to it, they've made it more portable, and now it's uh, more affordable, too. So, I mean, it's it's Technology can be great because, you know, uh, we're seeing a lot of advances and for the first time since, you know, I can remember, prices are actually coming down. Yeah. Well, uh, you you mentioned there's different different versions of this and uh, price is always something to be concerned with. But let's say, Dr. Nagatani, what about a person like me who is totally blind? Okay. I don't, I don't see anything at all. So I don't need to see any text. But I, I do enjoy reading my mail. I do enjoy reading letters and other documents uh, all by myself. And so if I was looking for something that could be carried uh, in a backpack like this, what, what, what would it cost for a device like that that would just scan and allow me to read wherever it is that I go? So for the smart reader camera, for just the uh, the base itself, it's seventeen ninety five. So you'd be able to get this device for less than two thousand um, dollars. They do also have a case that they uh, have that you could put it in, protect it, converts to a backpack, and uh, that costs seventy five dollars. 
oh, that's good. Yeah. That's actually a good price, you know, because I was shopping for other computer bags, and these computer bags are really expensive. And um, computers themselves, I was shopping for MacBook Pro computers, and if I were to get a MacBook Pro and the optical characteristics software to scan it and a scanner, I, I'd be probably close to $2,500 to $3,000. Yep, yep. So, yeah, for... Less money, you're still getting that optical character recognition technology. Pretty simplistic, and uh, it, it works pretty well. Now, what about the, the person who does have vision? And let's say that they're a businessman, and they, they travel to different types of meetings, and they want the portable monitor. How much extra is it for the portable monitor that also has the uh, battery? The portable monitor, they charge $600 for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we said, you know, it does come with its own internal battery. Um, Another option, like you mentioned, too, is that you can always just plug it into an external TV or a uh, desktop monitor with an HDMI input. So you have some options there. Wow, that's great. Now, what about the other thing? Let's say, for example, that I have a, a document that's very important. Let's say that it's a a term paper or something that's very important that I've scanned and read. Does this device have the ability to save it for me? It it does have the ability to save it. And uh, the saving modes, you can save it either one individual page at a time. And they also have a uh, what they call a book mode where you can scan multiple pages in a single file. Um, after you scan the document, what it does it is it takes the first six words of your document, and it'll autom- automatically name it that, and then it'll store it in a oh, internal really? storage. Yes. Oh, so you wouldn't have to go through the hassle of trying to type it in. No, no, yeah, they try oh. to make it easy, so it'll just take the first six words by default of whatever your document says, and it'll save it as that. And if you do happen to save, you know, these particular types of documents. Do you have a way of taking it out? Say, for example, you use a USB drive or something to save as a backup? Not that I'm aware of. I I would have to look into that, but not not off the top of my head. I I think it's in the internal memory. I I could check on that, though. And can it scan columns? Let's say that I have a a magazine in, you know, the Texas and columns can it scan in columns? It does have a, uh, a column mode on oh, it. So great. they have a, a special feature where you hold the capture button for five seconds and then it takes a picture and it says column mode. So it, it does have that feature on there. Okay, so that remote control is really, really important, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. It's kind of the, the, the brain of the unit. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just hoping, but I don't have any expectations can it scan and read handwriting? Unfortunately not. Oh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I wish it would come to that. but And I, I don't know if it, it, it ever is going to get to that because there's just so much variability in people's writing from person to person. I mean, it's hard enough to even use your eyes to read my writing or, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I could see a lot of really helpful, you know, benefits of this, though. I mean, it could be very, very useful if you're a student or you're someone that's uh, working. And I guess the main thing, as you stated, uh, Dr. Nagatani, if somebody really isn't comfortable with using a computer or they don't want to use a computer, 
this could give them the independence to read without having to spend the money on the computer and all the software that they automatically throw in there that you need to buy. And you also don't have to buy a expensive optical character recognition scanning software program, which some of them could be as much as how much a thousand dollars for some of them yeah yeah so i i think you're you're right you know it, it it it's very simplistic it's uh it's kind of minimalistic but at the same time there's a lot of features in there that still make it very functional if you do want to take advantage of some of the uh the visual component of it now uh can you give us a, a demonstration of i i'm interested in knowing what it sounds like Sure, not a problem. So I actually have the unit set up in front of me right now. The camera's already out. The monitor's connected. What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab a uh, a letter that's typed out. I'm going to push it against the bottom base, and I know it's lined up. I'm going to go ahead and go to the remote, and I'm going to push the circular button right in the middle. And when I hit that circular button, it should take a picture for us. So let me go ahead and do that. When I push it, it's making beeping noises. It's going beep, 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 and then processing. It's a it, that shutter sound. You could hear it take the picture. Yes, now it's June eighteenth, and now it's starting to read it. MRS. Wow, that was Mary quick. Ellen Smith, yeah, two hundred thirty-one yeah. Main Street, Los now. Angeles, how, California. How did you Nine zero zero one. So to remote control, or yeah. So to pause it on the remote control, there's uh, various functions. Um, in the middle, there's uh, another circular round button. If I hit that, it'll pause and play it. The button to the left will rewind it by a sentence. The button to the right will fast-forward it by one sentence. Oh, that's great. That's great. And then on the remote control, uh, aside from pausing it, I could increase it. I can increase the rate of speech or slow it down if I needed to? Correct. So on the right-hand side of the remote, I can. there's a little uh, toggle switch, and I can move that up. And what that will do is that will increase the rate of speed of which it's reading. On the left-hand side, there's another toggle switch where I can adjust the volume of it. Um, as it's displaying the words and reading, we can also change the visual input. So there is another knob where you could turn it to the right to make it bigger or smaller. And there's a, another switch that you could hit to change the contrast. So as it's reading, you know what, you set all your defaults in the front end, but if you need to adjust it on the fly, you also have that option. Oh, wow. And so you said there's 28 color modes on there, too? 28 color modes, yes. Now, that I, I also thought that the voice was very clear. Does this also have other voices? Uh, yes. You know, it, it comes standard with uh, two voices, a male and a female voice. But uh, I believe it's also there's also 20 languages that you can uh, get it in. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that right? Wow. And that, that comes with it? So if you're reading magazines that are written in Spanish or Italian or French, it, it, it will read it? Um, well, what will happen is it doesn't translate it, and I don't know if it comes with every language. Okay. I think you have to, uh, to specify with the vendor before you buy it. But um, let's say if you had a document in Spanish, what you would do is you turn it to the Spanish voice, and when it's reading, it'll pronounce it in the the correct pronunciation. So if in Spanish, for example, it said me l l a m o, it would say me llamo in the rather than me lamo if it was oh, reading in the okay. English voice. So. Okay, yeah, I see. So it doesn't translate it, but 
if you do understand Spanish and you're reading a Spanish book or uh, magazine, uh, you'll get the correct pronunciation that way. Correct, yeah. Uh, and that's that's included? There's no extra charge for that? Uh, you know, I actually have to check on that. Um, I'm not sure if it comes with Spanish or if you would have to purchase the ad- additional languages separately. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, that's really, really very nice. I think it's a very, very impressive system. And, you know, the last question that comes to mind, for those people who are, are low vision, but they do have vision, does this have any way, can I put a photograph underneath that camera and will it magnify a photograph or a, a picture or anything of that type? Unfortunately not. I mean, okay. when you have the camera going, it says preview, so you can kind of make sure your page is aligned, but it doesn't really take the place or act like a portable CCTV, so okay. it's mainly just for scanning. Okay, so this is really a reader and scanning type of device, and I think it's really great. So this is the Enhanced Vision Smart Reader, and is this uh, currently available, or is this a prototype that you've been uh, testing out? Uh, no, I believe it's uh, widely available now. Great, great. Okay, that is fantastic. And do you happen to know, uh, is there a one-year warranty or two-year warranty? Uh, or two-year warranty with this. Great. Now, how can anybody get more information? Is there a website for Enhanced Vision? Uh, yes, Enhanced Vision has a website. Uh, I believe it's www.enhancedvision.com, all one word. Or okay. if you go to do a Google search, you could just put Enhanced Vision Smart Reader, and it should probably be the first one that pulls up. Great, great. You know, I was really impressed uh, with how quickly it actually began to read. I, I really was expecting it to take longer. You know, there's other types of uh, scanning systems that are portable like this that uh, I, I, I have seen, and some of them were very slow in the original days, and uh, others are, are faster, so... Well, gosh, is there anything that you wish that this particular device would be able to do that it currently does not do? Um, the only thing I, I could really think of is, like you mentioned, if it did have kind of a live camera where you could use to zoom in on, mm-hmm. uh, kind of similar to a CCTV, that, that would be nice. But I think for what it is in terms of just a scanner and a reader, I, I think it does a pretty good job at that. Yeah, I think that is really good. Well, thank you very much for bringing us this information. And if anybody wants to get other information uh, or your opinions with us, how can they get in touch with you? you have an email or something? Uh, yeah, so if you needed to uh, get in touch with me, you can either leave me a message at my, uh, my work uh, phone number, which is 310-988-1970, extension 109, or you can just shoot me an email, which is bnagatani1980 at gmail.com. That's B-N-A-G-A-T-A-N-I-1980 at gmail.com. Uh, another thing I did want to mention for this unit is that, uh, I don't know if I said it, but it, it will capture a whole 8.5 by 11 page. Yet. So oh. that's a nice feature. Oh, that's, yeah, that is really, really nice. Well, thank you, Dr. Nagatani. That was really great information and, uh, hope to see you next time when you bring us more information on, on the latest in technology. So to all you listeners out there, we thank you very, very much. I'd like to thank Mr. Dick Burden for recording this and we hope that you join us next time we bring you more in what's new in low vision. 
Goodbye, everybody.